السلام عليكم ورحمة الله وبركاته بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله الحمد لله وكفى وسلام على عباده الذين اصطفى أما بعد فأعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم إن الله وملائكته يصلون على النبي يا أيها الذين آمنوا صلوا عليه وسلموا تسليما وسيدر الشريف اللهم صل على سيدنا محمد وعلى آل سيدنا محمد كما صليت على إبراهيم وعلى آل إبراهيم إنك حميد مجيد اللهم بارك على سيدنا محمد وعلى آل سيدنا محمد كما باركت على إبراهيم وعلى آل إبراهيم إنك حميد مجيد وقال الله سبحانه وتعالى ومن يعظم شعائر الله فإنها من تقوى القلوب وقال النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم خير ماء على وجه الأرض ماء زمزم وقال عليه الصلاة والسلام ماء زمزم لما شرب له أو كما قال النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم Every one of us, I'm sure, either know somebody from our own family, or friends, or neighbors, that went for Hajj this year. Yes or no? Yeah, is there anybody who doesn't? Everybody here, I'm sure, and those even listening at home, and wherever you can hear around the world, we all know somebody that went for Hajj this year. Either it's a close family member, or you might have been yourself, or close family member, a relative, a neighbor, somebody from the community. We all know somebody who went for Hajj. And many of us have visited these people when they came back from Hajj. Who went to visit somebody when they came back from Hajj this year? From, from here? Anybody? You've been, you've been. Anybody else? Yeah, I think most of us, yes? And if we've not been, then we should be paying a visit to people coming back from Hajj. So you might have some outstanding, the weekend's coming up. You've been so busy. Okay, the weekend's coming up. You might have some of these outstanding visits of people who've come back from Hajj and you've still not been to visit them. Now, when you went to visit these people, and I always say this is the only time of the year, the Hujjaj and the people going for Umrah, they go from all over the world. And may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala take us again and again. That's an exception. But I'm talking about in other parts of the world. It's this time of the year, after Dhul Hijjah and Muharram. These are two months at the end of Dhul Hijjah, beginning of Muharram. And these times, uh, throughout this month, this is the time when Muslims throughout the world have the most exposure to the water of Zamzam. Throughout the year, we don't really mention it, we don't discuss it. Yes, if you've gone to Haramain, you're going to drink plenty of it. But in terms of mass benefit, where it goes throughout the world, because people go, min kulli fajjin ameen, Quran says, when people go for hajj, they're going from every nook and every cranny of the world, every single high and low place, every village, every town, every city, there's somebody who's going to the Haramain. And one thing, Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam would even bring back with him to Medina Munawwara, and if he wasn't going himself, he would ask somebody else to bring for him was the water of Zamzam. And bearing in mind, because we come across this only maybe once or twice a year, very little do we speak about it. And because we've seen it so many times, despite us only coming across it once or twice, but we know it's something there, it's water. And it looks very similar to the normal water that we drink. 
Many a times what happens is we tend to not keep in mind the virtues, the significance, the virtue and the importance and the greatness of this amazing water which Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has blessed us with. There are many dimensions we can discuss when it comes to the water of Zamzam. But keeping in mind the shortness of time and bearing in mind that we have discussed many aspects of this particular topic in the previous years as well. I want to focus today on, if time allows, 20 different virtues of the water of Zamzam. Uh, may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala give us the ability to understand the truth and may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala grant us guidance. So without any further delay. Number one. Ma'u Zamzam min uyunil jannah. A narration we find the Prophet has mentioned what happened was during the time of Sahaba عنهم, there was an Abyssinian man and the water of Zamzam was a well at that time it was an open well and this man he fell into this well and he died in the well in the well of Zamzam and there's a history and when we look into history you find people who fell in the water of Zamzam and they died either they fell by mistake or they thought this is something good and they dived into it themselves and their life ended by drowning in the water of Zamzam. So during the time of Sahaba, there was an Abyssinian man who fell into the water of Zamzam and he died. Some Sahaba suggested that the whole well should be emptied out uh, to purify and to clean because now there's a corpse in there and there are rulings, fiqhi rulings. If an animal falls into a well, what do we do? And the juries, if you open the books of fiqh, you will find many, many, many details. If a, if a mouse was to die in a well, if a cat was to die in a well, if, for example, a larger animal was to, a dog was to die in the well, or even a larger animal was to die. There are different, different rulings. And the fuqaha and the jurists have said, you need to take out this many buckets of water, and until then the water will not be pure. We're not going to that discussion now. So keeping that in mind that a human has died in here, some sahaba suggested the well should be emptied out. The point here is, Ibn Abbas radiallahu anhu, on this occasion he said, that no matter how much water you take out, okay, the water kept coming. They were taking the water out, but the water wasn't decreasing. And he mentioned on this occasion that This is a statement of Ibn Abbas He said the water of Zamzam, this spring, is one of the springs of Jannah. So when you come across this water, you are drinking the water which was initiated from Jannah. This is where it originally came from or comes from. That this is where Nabi sallallahu alayhi wasallam and the scholars of hadith say, Ibn Abbas radiallahu anhu could not have made this statement of himself. This is why we call this marfu, meaning we take this all the way to the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wasallam. He must have heard something like this from Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam for him to then mention this on. Similarly, just like in Jannah, you find uh, that the fruits of Jannah, they are never ending. So this water as well, in this world, water you take out and it finishes. This particular water, no matter how much you take out, it's never ending. And it grants cure and there are many, many benefits as well. Number two, the second virtue we can discuss regarding this blessed and amazing water is Ibrahim salam, we all know, we spoke at the time of Eid al-Adha, when he left his wife and his son in the barren land of Makkah al where there was nothing whatsoever, 
And then when he walked off at a distance and he made a dua, and in the dua he said, Rabbana inni askantu min dhurriyati biwadin ghayri di zar'in inda baytika al-muharram, Rabbana liyuqimu salah, faj'al afiratan min al-nas tahwi ilayhim then, warzuquhum min al-thamarat. He made one dua from many, many duas. One of the dua is, Oh Allah, I'm leaving these people in this barren land. And he made many duas. One of the dua is, Oh Allah, grant them samarat. Grant them blessings and fruits and really nice things to eat and drink. The first acceptance of this dua and the first manifestation of this dua is the water of Zamzam. When the dua he made, Oh Allah, grant them this one. He just made the dua and the water came out. And now we go to Makkatul Mukarramah. You find so many blessings. Fruits from all over the world and different types of... But the first acceptance of this particular Quranic dua is the water of Zamzam. So this is the dua of Sayyiduna Ibrahim alayhi salam. Number three. The ulama mentioned the water of Zamzam is Sababu Imranul Makkah. It is the reason why Makkah became Makkah. In Makkatul Mukarrama before, there was no inhabitants. There was no one there. Why? No one lived there. There was no life. The first people who came there was Ibrahim salam, his wife Hajar and Ismail. At that time, no one was there. There was nothing there. Even they would have perished as well. Hadn't it not been for? What? This is why they say, وَجَعَلْنَا مِنَ الْمَاءِ كُلَّ شَيْءٍ حَيٍّ Allah says, Allah says, I have made every living thing from water. Water is life. The reason Makkah became Makkah, it became inhabited people came, why? Because of Zamzam. Because the birds started circulating around the water well. And then the Jurhum tribe that was traveling from Yemen, they noticed, hang on, there's some water there. And they are the first people to come and inhabit. And Ismail gets married in the Jurhum tribe. And then later from his progeny, we find Rasulullah So the ulama mentioned another virtue of the water of Zamzam. It's the reason for the inhabitants of Makkatul Mukarramah. Number four, min ayatillahil bayyinat fil haram. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala speaks regarding his haram. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says the first house which Allah established for his ibadah in the world is the Kaaba. Is the Kaaba, is Baytullah al Haram. And then Allah says there are some very open and clear manifest signs that show you and prove to you the truthness of Islam and the oneness of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. From amongst them, one is Maqam Ibrahim. From amongst them, Al-Hajar Al-Aswad. From amongst them, As-Safa and Al-Marwa. Inna safa wal-Marwata min Allah. From amongst them, the Kaaba itself. And from amongst these signs, which Allah says they are manifest and clear signs in the haram, which prove the truthfulness of Islam and the oneness of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. One of these signs which Allah is referring to, fihi ayatun bayinatun, one of them is the blessed water of Zamzam. So this is another virtue of the water of Zamzam. It's one of the ayatun bayinat, clear, manifest, open sign to prove the existence of Allah and the truthfulness of Islam. When you're drinking that water, don't just think it's any water. Don't trivialize it. There are virtues upon virtues. The scholars have mentioned 60 different names of the water of Zamzam. 
In the Arabs, it's common. The more names, the greater something is, the more names it has. Sixty different names have been given, all derived from either a hadith of Rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam or the virtues which are attached to it. Now, was number are you guys sleeping I'll have to keep testing you so how many did we say we're gonna try and cover 20 inshallah if time allows so we're on number so how many have we done it's me okay so we've done four and we're on number five now Number five, Quran says when Ibrahim salam made these du'as for Makkatul Mukarramah and he asked for fruits and he asked for blessings. One of the other things he said, لِيَشْهَدُوا مَنَافِعَ لَهُمْ لِيَشْهَدُوا مَنَافِعَ لَهُمْ وَيَذْكُرُ اسْمَ اللَّهُ عَلَى مَا Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says one of the amazing things is after establishing the Kaaba and having the Haram and inviting وَأَذِّنْ فِي النَّاسِ بِالْحَجِّ He told him, invite the people, make the call, people come for Hajj. They'll come from every place. And Allah says, one of the reasons, So that they come and witness and experience those things which were extremely beneficial for them. Manafi'. The ulama mentioned one of the most beneficial things, which is the meaning of this ayah of the Quran is when you go to the haram, the, one of the greatest things that benefit you the most is what? The water of Zamzam. Again, in interpretation of this ayah of the Quran is becoming manifest in the water of Zamzam. One of the manafi' liyashhadu manafi' alahum min a'zamil manafi' that scholars mentioned. From amongst the greatest things which give the greatest benefit to anybody going and visiting the haram is the water of Zamzam. And there are many, many stories of people achieving success just by drinking the water of Zamzam. People achieving Shifa just by drinking the water of Zamzam. People overcoming an enemy just by drinking the water of Zamzam. People attaining their goal and objective in life just by drinking the water of Zamzam. Many, many stories. Quran is telling us. So that was number five. Number six. Uh, in At-Targhib At-Targhib At-Tabarani and other scholars have narrated this hadith of the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam which I mentioned in the beginning خَيْرُ مَاءٍ عَلَى وَجْهِ الْأَرْضِ مَاءُ زَمْزَمْ That the best water on planet earth is the water of Zamzam. Okay, some of us like to drink our Kalapani, Coca-Cola. Okay, that even when, it's amazing. Some people even, they fasted throughout the day. And at that time, at that time, the first thing they want, many people they want to drink is Coke at that time as well. I'm not saying don't drink it or drink it. I know people have a difference of opinion. Some people want to, some people don't. What I'm trying to get at is the importance of drinking water and general water. How important water is for a human being. Because Allah has made us mostly from water. The world comprises of water. Many of the illnesses a lot of us have is because we don't drink enough water. Uh, so drinking water is important from amongst all of the waters and the things you can drink. The best drink is the water of Zamzam. And if it's available to you, you can drink it. Drink it as much as possible. Drink it as much as possible. So that was number six. Number seven. This water has come to us. It could have come through the ground. So we know about the story of Ismail as a baby kicking the ground. So we know it's blessed because of the kicks of Ismail Allah could have made the water come out just like that. But Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala granted this water another virtue. Virtue upon virtue upon virtue. And that is this water 
came out and sprouted from the ground but it was the wing of Jibreel which struck the ground which caused the water to erupt so again nurun ala nur it's already blessed already virtuous Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala extolled its virtue by adding the blessed strike of the wing of Jibreel alayhi salam number eight this water could have come out in the UK for example this water could have come out in Asia for example this water could have come out at any place of the world but where has it come out in the most blessed land in the whole of this adds to its virtue as well in the most holy place in the whole world in Makkah to Mukarramah and not anywhere in Makkah it could have been somewhere in Ajiyad for example or it could have been where Hujjad stay in Aziziyah further away or it could be somewhere by Mina but it came out where by the Kaaba in the Baytik Al-Muharram by the Hajar Al-Aswad by the Hatim by the Hijr Ismail by the Rukn Al-Yamani this is Allah so it's not only just the water is blessed look where it's come out the most holiest place you can find in the play in the whole of the world this is where so this adds another virtue to the blessed water of Zamzam that was number eight number nine as if all of these were not enough number nine غُسِرَ بِهِ قَلْبُ الْمُصْطَفَى صَلَّى اللَّهُ عَلَيْهِ وَسَلَّمْ أَرْبَعَ مَرَّاتِ Four times the blessed heart of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam was washed using the water of Zamzam. Angels came from the heavens. They came from the sky. They bought a golden tray according to the hadith of Bukhari and others from Jannah, from the heavens. However, when they washed the heart of the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, the water was not the water of Jannah. Well, Zamzam does come from Jannah originally anyway. However, we are so fortunate that this is the same water which was used to wash the blessed heart of the Prophet ﷺ on four occasions. The first time was when the Prophet ﷺ was only four years old under the care of Halima anha. The second time when he was 10 years old. The third time when he was 40 just before he received prophethood. And the fourth time was at the time before Mi'raj when he was 53 years old. Four times the Prophet blessed chest was actually split open, opened up and his blessed heart was taken out and it was washed using this water. Which water? The water of Zamzam. Four times. And as if this wasn't enough, as if this wasn't enough, Number 10, Baraka Biriqihi Sharif Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. On one occasion, the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, when he came to the water of Zamzam, he wanted to take the water out himself. Just like everybody got that, remember, it was a well at that time. And people would go, they would drop the bucket in there and take the water out themselves. So he Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam desired to go and do it himself. But then he thought, hang on, every action of his was full of mercy. Every word of his, when we say Rahmatul Lil Alameen, every Sunnah is a Rahmah. Every step of his was a mercy. Every word of his was a mercy. Every glance of his was a mercy. Look at this. He, he wanted to go in the Kaaba as well and perform Salah therein. Everybody else, other people were doing it, but he didn't. Why? On this occasion, he wanted to go himself and draw the water himself, but he didn't. Why? 
Because then he says, everyone from my ummah will want to do that. And I know it's not possible. There's going to be death. People will get crushed. So he sallallahu alayhi wa sallam asked somebody else to take out the water. They took out the water. The Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam took some water into his mouth and he gargled with it. And thereafter, the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam took the bucket again and he blew some of the water with some of his saliva back into the bucket and he said, pour this into the well. Hadrat Maulana Zafar Ahmad Uthmani rahmatullahi mentioned something amazing here. He says, how kind-hearted, how merciful, how loving, how caring, how thoughtful was Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam that he thought of you and me, he knew that there are wells in Medina Munawwara in which he sallallahu alayhi wa sallam added his blessed saliva, but he knew that not every one of us will be able to drink from that well. But every time you drink from the water of Zamzam, know with conviction that you're drinking that water. Not only is it from Jannah, not only has it got many virtues, it also has the blessed saliva of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. He did this for you and me, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. It's the day of Jumu'ah. As, as many salawat as possible. Sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. This should be flowing on our lips on the day of Jumu'ah, on the night of Jumu'ah, as much as possible, walking, wherever, driving. You're going on your school run, you're shopping, you're cleaning in your house. Wherever you are going, especially on a Friday, get yourself accustomed on your tongue. Sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. What did he not do for us? What did he not do for us? So that was number 10. Number 11. In one hadith we find, it's been described, The water of Zamzam, it's been described as food for the hungry one. Food for the hungry one. I give you a couple of stories or at least one if time doesn't allow. Jundub ibn Junada. Who's Jundub ibn Junada? This is the real name of Abu Dhar al-Ghifari radiallahu ta'ala anhu. Abu Dhar al-Ghifari radiallahu ta'ala anhu became a sahabi before he accepted Islam in the state of Kufr. He says, I came to Makkah al-Mukarramah. These were the early days, early days. He says, I came into Makkah and I wanted to observe who this man is claiming to be a prophet. I came to Makkah. I did not have anything with me whatsoever. He says, I stayed for 30 days in the Haram. Full month I spent in the Haram, just observing what happens. After 30 days had passed, I approached. I saw Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. He came, performed salah, and he was stood by the Kaaba. I approached him. I said, Assalamu alayka ya Rasulullah. He says, I'm one of the first people to greet him with this kind of salam. So the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam responded by saying, Wa alaykum salam. Uh, and he asked him, where are you from? He said, I am from Ghifar. I am Jundub ibn Junada from Ghifar. He said, how long have you been here? He says, like, you look like a stranger. You're not from around here. You're not from the, one of the people of Mecca. He says, yes, I've been here for 30 days. The words of the narration mentions, who's been feeding you? I mean, I mean it was, the hospitality of the Arabs was very common. So I mean, whose house have you come out? Are you, are you a guest somewhere? He says, no, I'm not a guest anywhere. I've been staying within the haram. He says, well, how did you survive? This is a person who has not accepted Islam yet. He says, for the last 30 days, all I have had in terms of consumption, all I have had is the water of Zamzam. He says, when I came here 30 days ago, I was a skinny person. He goes, look at me now. And he showed him that he had like flab. And he said, this is 
Anybody who's hungry, this water of Zamzam will suffice for you as food. There are many, many, many stories time doesn't allow to people have written books on people who have survived just on the water of Zamzam. So, another virtue of the water of Zamzam, uh, and regarding, we find, who did this water come out for first? Hajar and baby Ismail. That's what they survived on. They didn't have any food. So initially, for all the beginning period, they survived on that. Until then, later on, people came and helped them and supported them. So this is what they survived on as well. Uh, number 12. Uh, this is what Ibn Abbas who says, amongst us Sahaba, when we used to speak about the water of Zamzam, he says, We used to refer to the water of Zamzam as Shabba'ah, the satiator, the thing that fills you up. If you don't have food, don't worry about it. Just drink some zamzam and this will suffice. It's the food for the one who wants to eat and they're hungry. Number 12, another virtue of the water of zamzam is shifa'un min kullida. Shifa'un min kullida. It is a cure from every illness. And again, we don't have time to go. There are many, many stories. Again, books have been written on people who attain shifa just by drinking the water of zamzam. People who had cancer, people who had diabetes, people who had kidney illness, people who are suffering from skin diseases, people who are suffering from X, Y, and Z illnesses. And their cure was just drinking the water of Zamzam. Why? Because this water we have been told, Shifa'un min kullida. It is a cure from all types of illnesses. That was general. And number 13. In particular, there are two things which it really helps with. Al-Humma which is fever or suda, which is headache or migraines. And this is proven. Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam in the shiddat al-fajhi min harri jahannam. Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam regard, regarding this fever that people, you know when you get really hot, when you got a temperature and you get fever, Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam says the intensity of the heat, this is from the heat of jahannam. And then he said, فَأَبْرِدُوهَا بِالْمَاءِ Make yourself cooler with water. And some of the Sahaba, they said he's referring here to Ma'u Zamzam. This is why Asma bint Abu Bakr as-Siddiq radiallahu an. Asma, the daughter of Abu Bakr radiallahu an, when anybody became ill and they're suffering from fever, she would take the water of Zamzam and she would sprinkle it acting upon this hadith. She would sprinkle it on these individuals between their bodies and their clothes. She would sprinkle it inside and say, this is the meaning. Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam told us, Tabreed bil ma means bil ma zamzam. That we make a person cool and the fever goes away by using the water of Zamzam. Number 14. Another amazing virtue of the water of Zamzam. We find in the hadith of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. The Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam mentions ma'u zamzam lima shuribala. Whatever niyyah, whatever intention, whatever objective you have when you drink the water of Zamzam, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will grant you. So we've spoken about 13 virtues already. This is number 14. And this is a hadith of the Prophet ﷺ. Whatever niyyah you have, when you drink the water of Zamzam, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will grant you. Time is running out. Otherwise, very quickly, let me share with you some of the intentions that the people of the past have had. Okay, we might not discuss, be able to discuss the other remaining ones, but this is an important one. 
So the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa saying, Whatever intention you have on the time of drinking Zamzam, Allah will grant you. Umar radiallahu anhu, when he drank the water of Zamzam, what did he say? Allahumma inni ashribribuhu li dham'i yawmil qiyamah. Oh Allah, I'm drinking today on the wood, uh, in this world the water of Zamzam. Why? So I don't become thirsty on the day of Qiyamah. Ibn Abbas radiallahu anhu, the niyyah he had and the intention he had when drinking the water of Zamzam, he said to Allah, Allahumma inni as'aluka ilman nafi'ah, wa rizqan wasi'ah, wa this is the dua of Ibn Abbas He said, Oh Allah, I ask you of beneficial knowledge and good practice and that I get cure from every illness. Imam Abu Hanifa rahmatullah When he came to the water of Zamzam, what niyyah did he have? Oh Allah, grant me ilm and knowledge. We see that in his time, he became the greatest alim and the greatest faqeeh. Abdullah ibn Mubarak rahmatullah When he came to the water of Zamzam, he made a niyyah, Oh Allah, I drink it. That, oh Allah, on the day of Qiyamah, people will become very thirsty. Today I am drinking this water so I don't become thirsty on the day of judgment. Sufyan ibn Ayayna, a great scholar of hadith. One of his students came to him and he said, Ma uzamzam lima shuribala. Have you heard this hadith, O Shaykh? He says, Yes. He says, I drank this water and the niyyah I had that Sufyan ibn Ayayna is going to teach me 100 hadith. Sufyan ibn Ayayna sits down, he said, Sit down, and he narrated to him 100 hadith of the Prophet. Imam al Shafi'i, when he came to Imam al Shafi'i, somebody asked Imam al Shafi'i, What intention did you have when you drank the water of Zamzam? He says, I had three intentions when I drank the water of Zamzam. Number one, I like archery, shooting the bow and the arrow. He says, I made dua when I'm drinking the water of Zamzam. Oh Allah, I want my arrow to hit on the target. Dua number one. Dua number two, I ask for knowledge. And dua number three, I ask for Jannah. He says, shall I show you what happened? He goes, number one, nine out of ten times, I hit my arrow on the target because of this dua at the time of Zamzam. Number two, knowledge. Well, you can see where I've reached to now. And number three, I'm hoping Allah grants me number three and grants me Jannah as well. Ibn Khuzayma, rahmatullah alayhi, somebody came to him and said, how did you become such a great scholar? You know what he said? He said, ma uzamzam lima shuribala. I drank the water of Zamzam and when I drank this water, I made the intention, Oh Allah, grant me knowledge and here I am. Allah granted this dua to me. The father of Hakim al-Tirmidhi rahmatullah alayhi, he once was making the tawaf of the Kaaba. Whilst making the tawaf of the Kaaba, he needed to answer the call of nature. He couldn't hold it himself. He had a, an issue with his bowels anyway. Normally he would not be able to last. At that time he thought, what can I do? I don't want to leave the haram. Otherwise, it'll be so difficult for me to come back in. He remembered the hadith of the Prophet At that time, the last thing you would do in that condition is to drink water. He goes, what I did, I thought about this hadith. I had yaqeen. I drank the water of Zamzam with this intention. He says, the urge for going to the toilet went away. We find Hakim rahmatullah alayhi. He became a great author. Somebody asked him, how did you do it? He says, I drank the water of Zamzam and the dua I made at that time. Oh Allah, make me a good author. He became one of the greatest authors of his time. Khatib al-Baghdadi rahmatullah alayhi. When he came to the water of Zamzam, the niyyah he made, oh Allah, when I die, I want to be buried by the Shaykh. Bishr al-Hafi rahmatullah alayhi. And this is what transpired. Ibn Hajar al-Asqalani al-Shafi'i, the greatest commentator of Sahih al-Bukhari. When he came to the water of Zamzam, he made dua to Allah Subhanahu wa ta'ala. Oh Allah, I want to excel Imam al-Zahabi in knowledge. 
And then he says, 20 years later, I came back and I realized that Allah had granted me more knowledge than Imam Shamsuddin al-Zahabi. And then I made dua again the second time. Oh, Allah grant me even more knowledge. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala made him surpass even more. Uh, Shaykh Zafar Ahmad Uthmani rahmatullahi. He says, I had a stuttering problem. He was a scholar and not a knowledgeable person of hadith. But I couldn't deliver speeches. I couldn't teach my students because I was stuttering too much. They couldn't grasp or understand what I was saying. I remember this hadith of the Prophet so before I drank the water of Zamzam, I made this intention, Oh Allah, I'm drinking this today, so you remove my stutter. He says, Wallahi, from that moment till today, I have given so many lectures and so many classes of hadith of the Prophet without any difficulty whatsoever. We end on this time, doesn't allow us to mention the others. We end on this. This is about yaqeen and conviction. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala grant us the understanding. Next time you come across the water of Zamzam, now finally, let me mention this. One of the things the Prophet ﷺ mentions, the difference between Muslims and hypocrites. Muslims and hypocrites. A Muslim will be able to drink lots and lots and lots of Zamzam. You can fill yourself with it. A hypocrite won't be able to do that. So the next time you come to the water of Zamzam, and you have a choice, make sure it's Zamzam that you choose and nothing else. Wa akhiru da'wana, and alhamdulillahi rabbil alamin.